All right. So y'all ready to go? Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. PS Universe. It is Thursday evening. No, it's Wednesday evening. It's one of those nights. What is today? Thursday or Friday? It's Thursday, I think. All right. Thursday evening. We come back to y'all once again. We had a great, great show a couple weeks ago talking about some Batman theories and philosophies and all that. But, you know, that's something that we always have conversations about off the air is, you know, nerd stuff, comic books, TVs, movies, wrestling, music, whatever and shit. But we come to y'all and have conversations because we're not like every other podcast out there. We are the PS Universe, and so y'all are part of the same family. But it is tonight. And we're going to get on with the show because I got something left over from two weeks ago. But until then, what's going on, brothers? Not a whole lot. Oh, trying to get situated. Excuse me. Oh, I um, I'm just chilling out, you know, been on a gaming kick with GTA. And then, you know, when I spent some time, you know, got some fresh air and um, bet you did get fresh air. Oh yeah, you go outside, you get fresh air. You got to open the windows up and get the get the air flowing. It's that time right. of the year. So, so since we on movie, TVs, entertainment, can you hear me? No, I'm saying, but that's where we you know we talk about things like that all the time. You know, it's like um, I, I like I always say the same thing. We are not a cookie cutter podcast. You know, we are not like everybody else. We have, we've always stood apart, you know, even from the past three years ago. We've been doing the same thing. And I say it's funny that um, I went on Spotify the other day and looked at some of the podcasts people I used to hang out talk to last year, and they quit doing their shows. So I'm thinking that, you know, now that COVID's over with, ain't nobody podcasting anymore. And I'm like, we're not really a podcast. We're just a, you know, a universal collective of, you know, media entertainment, if you will. But we do right. utilize Anchor, Spotify, Google, Apple, YouTube, you know, shit like that. We do utilize those platforms, but it's time to reach a broader audience, and we're looking at something totally different. Don't want to mention it yet, but we're trying to find a broad, and it's always been the gear, gear, the gear up for us is how we level up, you know, what's our next thing. So it's like we're going to be looking into those things, but yeah, we we do have a lot of conversations that I know people have the same conversations, but I'm always curious about what other people think. That's always been my thing, you know? Right. Yep. So y'all posted a couple things in the group and everything. Um, What was um Brother and sister got married or some shit like that? Yeah, I posted a clip that I found on TikTok from, it's like a podcast show that this guy does. He does it in a green frog suit. He's got a whole gimmick. Well, anyway, basically, this woman calls up to his show, and you you talked about people calling up to the show and doing interactions. Well, this guy's got that going on. So he gets a call from this girl, says, uh, hey, um, you know, I, I started dating this guy or whatever, and uh, come to find out we did the DNA thing and done all that, and come to find out that he was my twin brother, should we, and we kind of he got well the host asked a bunch of questions like did y'all diddle did y'all this and that right and uh she said well yeah kind of we was dating we didn't know and she's like then she asked the odd question it's like should we still kind of date wow no you don't date once you well, find no, out that no, no, no. see there, there's always a controversy of the idea of is incest really a bad thing and I know a lot of people are going to hate me when I say this, but 
is it illegal? Is it immoral? Is it something that you should not do? Because there's so many people in this world, not just in America, but in other worlds, they marry into the family, you know. But my problem with the um, inter, um, intermingling of the families, the DNA, is the breeding aspect because they have, you know, proven scientifically and biologically there can be problems with, you know, offspring of people that of the same DNA. So it's like, uh, right. that's always been my thing. But I mean, is it wrong for a brother and sister to have sex? Yeah, it depends on who you are. You know, it depends on who you are. Right. It, it just got me funny that you would ask that kind of question when scientifically proven, you know, uh, incest, you don't usually have the best. The kids aren't usually healthy. I mean, some turn out okay, some turn out, and I'm not advocating it. Oh, I know. Okay. No, but, but now the devil, the other playground, though, people of different okay. DNA backgrounds have sometimes complicated um, kids as they're born. You know, so there's always factors in, you know, a, a regular couple can have a kid and have some kind of mental disorder, physical disorder or some kind of, you know, built in autoimmune disease, whatever. And they're right. not a product of incest, but they still have problems. So. Is the data, you know, I mean, is there enough data in this world to prove that the same DNA causes birth defects every time? You know, that's the thing. Is it every time or is it a case, you know, like one out of 100? So that's something that they got to figure those things out, you know. Right. Want to take that chance, though. Well, I, but, 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 but again, though, like I said, a normal couple can have a kid with the same kind of problems, you know. So is it a case of the same DNA causing the birth defects or is it something totally different? You know, that, there's the thing. Now, I know there's the idea that it's immoral for, yeah. you know, brother and sister to have sex or whatever. But I think but now they also got laws where you can't marry siblings and all that shit. But they also got um, rules and regulations for, you know, step down cousins or, you know, second removed, whatever. I, I know they got different laws. But these are also remember these are man-made laws. Goes right. back, it goes back to the beginning of time. Right. But before well, you actually knew that you know you're related to somebody, it doesn't matter. That that was a thing that they did back then. It was acceptable in different parts of the country, different parts of the country, different parts of the world. That's actually acceptable for siblings to you know fornicate and breed. But it, I well, mean, right. can it, But can it be proven that that actually um, uh, produces a um, a child with, you know, medical issues. I mean, is that a hundred percent all the time or is that just a, you know, one in a hundred case? So that is something that people got to figure out. If you, if you are, if you are, if you are, if you are for the idea of free love and siblings can have sex, that's on you. If you're against it, that's something y'all got to figure out. I'm not educating either way. I'm just saying that's something that people got to figure out. Right. Well, well, the girl said that, um, you know, they had the twin brother and her, Right, it got adopted out at birth, right? Right. That's so they didn't technically know when they started doing this thing and sort of doing this and that and the other. But then she's like, you know, I already fell in love with him. Should I go ahead and get married? I'm like, no. <laughs> if you know now, if you didn't before, that's different. But if you know now, then eh, maybe you shouldn't. You know, oh, okay, right? But that's that's them. To, but that's for them to figure out, though. That's for them to figure out. Uh, That's because you don't agree with what their lifestyle is. Don't mean it's not acceptable in their eyes. Well, it's like, okay, here's here's a bloodline thing, okay? 
after the fourth or fifth cousin, you know, you can date because technically when you hit fifth, sixth, whatever cousin, you're technically out the bloodline versus, you know, maybe third. Hold on. <laughs> what did Uncle Joe say? Oh, Medea. <laughs> wow. Wow. Really, hey, girl, you know what I'm saying? We can get it on with him. We ain't. <laughs> yeah, that's it. It's a trip, though. Yeah. Oh, so, I, I mean, if you look at legal standpoints or scientific standpoints or morale standpoints, I mean, the, the case can be made several different ways, you know, vice or pro and con, if you will. I think it's for those people to figure those things out, you know? Yep. Yeah, we hear about this. No, it's not about research. It's about forming your own opinion. It's like if a, let's say, same DNA couple, which is brother and sister, wants to fornicate and get married and all that, that's for them to figure out if that's what they want to do. Now, there are people yeah. that, that um, condone those things. There are people that are against those things because they say, you know, it's against, you know, this law here. It's against, you know, this word of God. It's against this standard, whatever. But it's still the human body is the is an animal instinct, if you will. So they're doing things based on how they feel. Now, if they decided that they don't feel guilty about it, that should be that should be on them to figure out. You might get a bunch of weird looks, but yeah. Oh, yeah, right. yeah. You know, I mean, the same sure. thing. Um I, off subject, I, um, in Indiana right now, they're trying to pass a law to where it should be up to the states where to decide if couples can, um, interracial couples can get married. And I'm like, it should be up to the states to decide. Really? I think it should be up to the people to decide if they want to get married or not. So it, right. It's like uh, Rob keeps quoting Roe versus Wade. You know, hey, you know, that was something that, you know, was determined that it was okay because. A black person and a white person, if they want to date now, and get married. Hold on. Rule right. way to got nothing to do with interracial. Right. Let me, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me, pause, pause, no. pause. Yeah, sorry, my bad, y'all. I, I messed up. And I'll be, my bad. Rule words of way to got nothing to do with interracial. No, but, <laughs> but I'm saying, but the first thing. Not, the first thing even, hang on. The first thing that uh, my lady asked was, you know, well, Indiana is a pretty much a racist state anyway. And I'm like, but that also, when I hear stuff like, you know, a politician made a statement about it should be up to the states to decide where there should be interracial uh, marriages. And I'm like, but the first thing that people will come into their mind is, oh, they just don't want black folks marrying white folks. I'm like, no, this goes beyond that because you got Latinos that want to marry Asian or you got Native yep. Americans that want to marry Muslims. It's yep. it, all, all interracial um, um, marriages should be based on the different races, not just the black and white. So, but um, I, let me just um, on, say so, it. So, but okay, the idea that anybody comes up with the idea that it should be up to the state to decide who gets married, ah, fuck that. Like, if you want to get married, get and married. Go for it. Right. That should be yeah, your, go for your it. choice. It should not be. Should, um, should not matter to anybody else who the fuck gets married, unless you're gonna marry right. your truck or your sheep or your 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 turtle. You know, then 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 you got a problem. You know. Right. But but can I say this like what? Yeah. Sure. Right. The reason why I'm like trying to like I don't mean to be rude or cut Ram off or cut you off, but know. I had to. I I, I had to um make this um uh, correct. Okay. So mm, I'm gonna take you all the way back. To 410 of 1967. All right. Okay. All right. So the story goes um, Richard Loving, which I believe was a white man 
met his um let let in his eyes who he wanted to be his future wife it happened to be a black woman named Mildred Jeter. Okay. All right. This is in the state of Virginia. All mm-hmm. right. So Richard and Mildred, they fall in love. Um, you know, they go through the whole dating process, you know, they go through the whole relationship process. You know how it goes, you know, look yeah. at you and um uh, look at you and Patty, you know. Huh, look then, at me, look at my mom and my dad, you know. I mean I, yeah. yeah, I mean hey. Yeah, but um point I'm making is all right, so they get up to the point to where they wanna, you know, go before the pastor and you know get married, okay? All right. They do that. All right. Okay. So, state of Virginia, whoever was a uh, whoever ran the Virginia uh, Senate in Virginia House, and whoever the was U.S. The government, the U.S. government runs the state of house, no matter what you say. But yeah, go ahead. I, I see what you're saying. The individual, yeah. state, the individual state politics. Yeah, whoever dealt with that aspect of it um, had passed a law. Uh, prior to this happening, saying that, you know, pretty much you cannot marry outside of your race in the state of Virginia, that it was pretty much a crime to do that. I just see that's bullshit. You know, that's bullshit. It is. It's bullshit. So, getting on to the next part, they go to the U.S. Supreme Court in, in the case of Loving v. Virginia. Richard Loving and his wife, Mildred Jeter Loving, prevailed. They won their case and that law was thrown out. And that's what opened the door to interracial marriage, no matter what skin color you are. Right. That right there. And that's one thing I want people to remember is when you hear the word interracial dating, it ain't just black and white. There's all all kind of different, you know, races. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, I want everybody to pay homage to those two for starting the whole thing. I don't want us to be one of those, or oh, they're trying to keep black people from marrying white people. No, it's it's anybody marrying anybody outside your race. You know, that's what I'm saying. It's, 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 we're a collective. Right. We're a collective people getting fucked in the ass by somebody in the government. Right, right. Right, I mean, that's all, that's all I was saying. I was trying to be like, you know, let me get this straight, you know. Pay, hum, pay homage to the two that... um. Fought for it. That, that, that they fought for it. Yeah. No, I, I get yeah. that. Yeah. They fought for that to happen. No matter what skin color you are, they fought for all races to be able to intermingle without, without you know, Johnny Law getting involved. As long as you're not related. Oh, yeah. That's a different <laughs> story. That is a different story. That's in you, some states, well, that's that's also, that is actually illegal. Now, but see, that's also, you know, part of the, the system of man's laws versus morality, you know, because sometimes yeah. they go hand in hand and sometimes they conflict. Because it's like if two siblings want to date and have sex and get married, that should be something they got to figure out for themselves. Now, mm-hmm. I know the popular theory is producing a offspring of the same DNA causes birth defects and, you know, stuff like that. But that also there's birth defects in normal couples, you know, so it's like. You can't go by, well, if your brother or sister have a kid, it's going to have two heads, you know, or one eye or, you know, three legs and shit. That's not right. 100% proven in every case, you know, because right. think, about, think about, we all came from somebody at one time, you know, that mm. we all had you know, same same DNA and shit. So, but I, I understand the idea is it's the morality that people look down upon more than it is the legal standpoints. Like um, daughter dating 
her son or mother dating her son or the father dating his daughter, you know, depends on their situation. I mean, the, if they're cool with it, I don't see why anybody else have a problem with it. Yeah. Morally, it sounds a little fucked up, but it right. depends on the situation themselves. You right. know, I mean, if the daughter is, you know, say, you know, over 18, let's say she's 25 and she wants to date her father. I can't condone it. I can't, you know, I can't give you blessings on it. That's something for you to figure out. You know, that's something for you yourself personally to figure out. My, I really don't have an opinion on that because that really had nothing to do with me. Right, right. But I know but, people, um, people have an opinion. Oh, that's disgusting. That's, you know, that's the, um, that's illegal. That's, that's, that's downright, you know, goes against God and all that. I'm like, no, that's just something that you feel that you don't like what they're doing. Right. <laughs> Right, and right. I, I, get that. I, I get the arguments on all sides, but I don't have an opinion on who should date who and who should have sex with who, because <coughs> it's not my life. It's not my lifestyle. Right. You know, I can't judge anybody else on their lifestyle. Right. That's just, mean, that's, just that's just who I am, and you know, in, in general. Right. Um. Uh, I would think. Uh, what was it? We were having a conversation. Um with some people around the house the other day and I was like, so let me ask this question. If there was to be a clone made of me, my actual clone made of me, a double person of me, which is the same body, same mind, everything, a clone of me. And we right. have sex. That's so homosexuality. Oh, wow. Nice. See, there, there's a thing, you know? So it's like, you know, I'm like, is that considered still homosexuality? It's still same sex, but it's the same person. I mean, right. if I back off, I'm not having gay sex, you know? Right. So, I guess, um, if get a clone and we have sex, is that considered still a homosexuality, even though it's still me? So, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I come up with, you know, topics like that, and it's like, it ain't for anybody to agree on or disagree with, but it's just funny to think about things like that. Right. I'm also going to say, today was a, well, today was a sad day in history, you know? Okay. What happened? It doesn't involve, you know, anything that happened over here in America. It involves, you know, what happened in Europe back in 1999. You know? What happened in 99? Okay. So, um, there's a tunnel over there at just over seven miles long or a little under 12 kilometers long known as the Mont Blanc Tunnel. Okay. All right. All right. So, all right. Um. The Mont Blanc Tunnel runs from the Aosa Valley in Italy all the way over to the French coat of arms, which is in, I think it's the south of France, okay? All right. Anyway, um, so a trucker entered from, I believe it was the um, um, Aosta Valley side of uh, the tunnel at the uh, Val de Aosta, um, uh, how do you pronounce that, uh, portal? And, um, he went in there, okay, somebody must have been smoking a cigarette as they were driving by in a vehicle because of the fact of, they tossed it out, and I guess at the speed they were traveling through the tunnel, it was enough for the wind to catch it, and it, it went into the truck's, um, stack pipe. So, it sat inside, you know, an area in the exhaust system inside the truck, just smoldering. All right. The guy could have. It didn't really affect the engine, so the guy could have uh, driven, kept driving forward towards the French side, but instead 
you know, because he was noticing something was he noticed something off about his truck, like it wasn't driving right after that. So he went ahead and he stopped, and the smoke started to um, billow out, and then eventually the truck caught caught on fire and exploded. He was carrying a load of margarine. Okay, what exacerbated the situation is that they didn't have a sprinkler system in there. And that um, they did have a fan system to pump in fresh air, to pump out fresh air from the tunnel. But even with that, that didn't help because um, somebody turned the switch to um, pump fresh air into the tunnel versus extracting it out. And there was already at 38 other people that came in behind the truck, you know, after the fact that the truck had caught fire. All right. So long story short, um... 38 people died from smoke inhalation, and there were only three survivors. And um, it happened at a midpoint of the tunnel, which at that time, back then, they only had two fire departments, one at the uh, French end, one at the Italian end. Didn't we talk about um, this? I think we did. I think we mentioned that before, didn't we? Sounds like deja vu. Sorry. Anyway. It's very possible. I mean... I mean, Rob brings up a lot of historical historical facts about um, things in the past, and I mean, we talk about them on, you know, when we're no, we've been doing it, we're doing it for three years now, so I'm pretty sure we're gonna cover some of the same topics because you know they they personally to us, and it's like we still want to share the information. That's what it is. So I, yeah. I no offense, Rob. I'm just no, saying. no, 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 no. But I'm no, ain't bring it up as much as you want. Cause, I mean, I still <laughs> talk about things like you know repeatedly, repeatedly. It's not because I forget them. It's because they're something interesting I want to bring up and want people to um, recognize of what's something that's going on. Yeah, but yeah. yeah um, but anyway, no. <laughs> back back to what I was saying. Um, Thirty-eight people passed away, you know, due to um, negligence uh, from. From that one person that didn't turn the fans on in in uh in the direction that it was supposed to go, and that prevented both fire departments from both sides being able to get to all those people, and therefore, um, thirty eight lives were lost. Got you. Um, you said it happened in ninety nine, right? Yep. Yep. Look up Mont Blanc Tunnel Fire, nineteen ninety nine. I remember there was a thing um a while ago. Had something to do with a train catching on fire in one of those countries, and it had something to do with the clock stopping at the exact same time the train caught on fire. Then they left the clocks there, and somehow that people remember the clock um, still running, um, but it, it, for some reason it stopped at the exact moment the fire happened, and they left the clock alone because it's historical. But they said that they remember the clock never stopping, and it's still running now. And some people are like, no, it's it stops, or they. There's always something going on, you know, with some kind of, tra- um, you know, um, disaster that people remember more than anything else. And that's kind of like a Mandela effect. Well, I mean, it depends on how you remember it. That's, that's the whole thing with Mandela. It's how you remember certain things in, in your life. You know, it's like, can they be proven? It's, um, like I said, there's also the thing that people um, don't associate with Mandela's is the false memories and planted memories and the... Um, Oh, that's the other one. There's three out there that actually, like I say, things can happen that you remember so well that never happened. But it also can tie into what we talk about parallel universes. But we ain't going to go into that tonight because we are 
I'm looking at the clock right now, and I, I definitely want to get this out from, you know, two weeks ago. I said I had something, you know, wrote down some notes and everything. So, I mean, I want to get into that, but what else y'all got going on? I ain't got nothing else going on, but... Uh, that's pretty much it. I'm, I mean, I did have something else, but we got to get into that. Yeah, because I'm looking at that clock right now, and I know where... It's, I mean, basically, it's like this, okay? I, I, I watch people talk. I don't listen to them. I watch them talk because... They like to regurgitate, repeat certain words or phrases over and over again. So you, it'll actually click in your head like that seems like legit. You know, it seems like that's the way it's supposed to be and all this. And I'm like, no, no, it can't be. It can't be. Now, the one word that I, I kept hearing over the past couple of years is politicians and news media outlets referring to people. I'm talking about human beings as equity. We need to have more equity in our in this thing right here, and I and I, it, it bothered me then, and it bothered me now. So I I, I just wanted to share you what my opinion is over a, you know a lot of this stuff I've been seeing for the past. I mean, it's been going on for decades. You know, it ain't nothing new under the sun, but I'm seeing it more and more. It's like people are listening to the news media and the politician, and they're repeating these words and phrases over and over again, and it makes it sound like, you know, that's the way it's supposed to be. And I'm like, no, no, it can't be. It can't be. So what I did right. was when I took these notes, I came up with this. The title is basically called The Paradigm of the Oppression Matrix. And I know that sounds scientific because everybody knows what the matrix is, but if you actually look at definitions of certain words and how they apply to our life society – you know, it's like it it doesn't it doesn't mesh with you know what's going on. So I want to break this down for y'all real quick, and then y'all give me a minute here. Okay. But like I said, it's called the paradigm of the oppressed matrix. So what I did was I took some words and looked at definitions. You know, standard definitions. Okay, matrix itself by definition, a situation or surrounding substance within which something else originates, develops, or is contained. So basically, a matrix is a a container of information, emotion, knowledge. You know, just something where like a like a uh, an incubator, if you will. That would be what they consider a matrix. No, not, not, not take the red pill, the blue pill, but a a a situation where something is you know grown from and you know let out into the world. Then the definition of equity. This is one thing that's why it always bothered me when, when politicians said this about human beings and equity. I'm like, it, it's something ain't 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 sitting well with me. So the basic definition of equity is the value of an asset less than the amount of all liabilities of that mm -hmm. asset. The value of a company divided into equal parts owned by the shareholders. I'm like, well, if equity is human beings. Who is the ones that are owning us? Who are controlling us? And I'm like, so it, and they, they, they stop using the word equality and, and change it to equity. And I'm like, I never understood that. And so I looked up the definition of equality. The basic definition is equality. It's about ensuring that every individual has an equal opportunity to make the most of their lives and talents. The belief that no one should have <clears throat> poor life chances because of the way they were born where they came from, what they believe, or whatever they have, or they have a disability. All right. right. So right there tells me right away that equality of the human being species is different from the equity of what they consider a human being to be. So I'm like, equity is a product 
that you are trying to, you know, make money from. That's basically what it is. Now, equality is the idea of sharing ourselves equally, no matter what we are. And then you also have, you know, you also have diversity. All right. Diversity. There are many kinds of people, cultures, economic standings, including vitality and innovation. The condition of having or including people from different ethnicities and social backgrounds. And that's what diversity is. You're supposed to be a different sort of person compared to who's standing next to you. You know, individuals. Now, everybody talks about inclusion and exclusion and all that, that, that. But the idea that people, I hear politicians comparing people to a product. More than just being people themselves, and that and that bothers me. And they repeat it over and over again, you know. Now, this is my the notes I took on that. So uh, I'm looking like I go back and look at, you know, the matrix itself is something that were a place where an idea or thought is formed. And I'm looking at social media. I'm looking at politicians. I'm looking at the uh, mainstream media. I'm looking at they they you know post these things or tell these things stories and they have a narrative or a story or they have an agenda and they, they keep forcing the same thing over and over again. And they're not telling people, you know, how, how to feel, but they're saying basically that you're a product that we own and we're, we are sharing that product with other companies, which is social media, news media and politicians. So I think all three of them have their own agenda of how to buy and sell people and it pretty much buy and sell people's emotions because people are not equity. I don't care how anybody, in my my opinion, people are not equity, but we should have equality. We should have the diversity, you know? So, I mean, so I make these statements and I know people get upset or angry, but I'm like, all I do is I try to keep it honest with, you know, everybody. So I wrote these notes. If you feel you are excluded, left out, Cast aside, shun, berated, separated based on your identity, culture, and creed. Take it up with your maker, not a politician. Right. Your your anger, fear, suffering, and outrage is completely justified. What you should not accept is your triggers. You be offended and the inability to stop seeking approval from those you claim oppresses you. And I see a lot of that. I see a lot of people make these statements about being offended and about being triggered and not, but they're trying to right. get the approval of the people they can, they consider oppresses them. And I'm like, yeah, now fuck that. Okay. You are a victim by choice and not action. Free will is the greatest gift that you will ever experience in this life and beyond. The opposition of free will is the greatest challenge you will accept at the cost of your emotions. These right. things in your life we claim to own are not the things that we should that should own us. Be you for you. So when I when I write these notes, I think about not myself. I think about the other people that are listening to these other, uh, you know, anybody anybody who who tells you how to feel, anybody who tells you how to be in this world. It's like even myself. I, I don't want to. Um, how, Rob, what did I say last time? Like uh, if you if you compare black preachers to white preachers, I my personal opinion is white preachers are trying to sell you something while the black preachers are trying to connect with you on an emotional level. It's like there's two different ideas of um, presenting religion to their, their parishioners, you know, if you will. So right. I, I see a lot of the same thing with the news media, social media and the politicians. They are trying to present people 
with how how they want them to feel. Not not how they want to feel, but how they want them to feel. It's like you right. are our, you are our product, you are our our commodity, you are our item, you are our property. We are going to tell you how to feel, and you will feel how we hell we want you to feel. Otherwise, you will be considered you know a bad person. You will be considered a piece of shit, a waste of life. If you don't conform to how we want you to feel, then you then you're on the wrong side. And I'm like. I, I can't buy that. But every time I hear the word equity and politicians say, you know, we need more equity. We need more equity in the workplace. We need more equity. And I'm like, all that really means is that human beings are a commodity, a product, right. property. No, I, I don't I don't buy that. Now, we need more equality. Ain't no lie about that. We need more diversity. Ain't no lie about that. But to label a human being a uh, equity. It just it rubs me the wrong way. Even like when I was here in last year, oh no, back in January, February, where they're talking about um the human infrastructure. I'm like, first thing I thought about when I first heard someone say the word the words human infrastructure, I thought was motherfucker, listen here, I am not a road, I am not right. a building, I am not a sewer, <laughs> I'm not I'm not even a fucking piece of furniture. I'm a human fucking being because the word infrastructure relates to. The things that we uh, drive on, the things we drive through, the things we live on, you know, those are construction materials. Human beings are not construction materials, asshole. But they they were feeding that shit to the public so bad. We need to re- we need to rebuild the human infrastructure, huh? No, we are human beings. We are living, breathing flesh that was given to us life. Right. Not we weren't made as a roadway or a highway or a tunnel mm-hmm. or a subway system. You know, we weren't made that way. We were made to breathe and live life, but we were also given that free, that gift of free will. So it's like if I'm using my free will to make my choices, my my own, you know, my mistakes. You know, right. that should be something that I got to come to terms with on my own terms. You know, with with how I feel, like either did wrong or did good. You know, but I got to hold myself accountable. If I don't hold myself accountable, then I'm doing it wrong for myself. But for anybody to tell another human being that they are a part of the equity, that they are a part of the human infrastructure, that right there tells me that you still have it in your frame of mind that we are property. Well, hey, we are, and I, I don't want to use the word slavery, but I think slavery is still so it's so invisible right now that we're not even seeing it. But they're, they're enslaving our minds and our emotions more than they are our bodies. And like I said, they, if they get you to feel some way, that's dangerous. You know, you're playing with people's emotions. That's dangerous. Go ahead. I didn't mean to laugh out so loud when you said, I'm not no roadway. I'm not no building. Yeah, but, that's true, though. I'm right. glad you laughed because you agree. Crack me up when you said that. Because you agree. You are not a sewer pipe. Well, no. actually, actually, I'm going to be blunt with you here, and Rob will probably laugh at this. We'll okay. Famous cackle here in a minute. When you say I'm not a sewer pipe, what about my butt crack? I mean, gas <laughs> comes out there, so, you know, that's sewage. I'm just saying. <laughs> Oh, Actually, you know, it, it's not sewage. It's an instrument that is um, <laughs> leaving your body. I'm just saying, no. If I'm if I'm planting smelly fart and people are around me, then isn't that considered being a sewer? No, I'm because <laughs> it's, only, it's only part of your body. It's only part your your um your colon and your um anus and all that is part of your body. It is not your whole body. But you right. got 
Oh, I know. I know what you're getting at. I know what you're getting at. But I don't like it when politicians refer to people as objects, you know, as property, as and as a commodity. That but that bothers me a lot because I remember I go back to 2017 when I did the Freedom Paradox, and I even made a statement mm-hmm. back then several times. Humans are now the consumed. We are no longer consumers. We are no longer the ones buying the products. We are the products. We are being right. sold on open market through data mining, phishing, you know, the whole nine yards, you know, selling information about what we'd like to buy, what we'd like to consume, what we'd like to look at, what we'd like to read, what we'd like to enjoy. So we are being sold on open market for our our love of things that we like to do. And that, right. that bothers me that they took advantage of that. And now pushing the narrative, oh, we need more equity. We need more human equity. No, because that just means that we are a property. We are a, mm. we are a, we are a product that you can trade and sell to other right. people. And I mean, if you, I mean, you break it down, the, the, the standard definition of equity, it is a product being sold and traded through shareholders and companies. So that if we need more human equity, that means you want us to be property. No, 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 no. Fuck you. So what? So it bothers me when I hear any any politician, no matter. I don't give you left, right, middle, independent. Well, I don't care what it is. Any politician, any news media. I don't care if it's right, left. You know, independent, whatever. Anybody who claims that humans should be a certain way is just it's just, it's 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 frustrating because we still haven't learned how to be us. You know, as human beings. All we know is how we are told to be as human beings. We need to have these rules, these standards, these morals. You know, we need to have these things. But why do I need to have those if that's not who I am? Right. So that means that goes back to a lot of things we talked about at the beginning about same DNA, you know, um, coupling. <clears throat> it's it's a the idea that we are told that incest is bad. Okay, why is it bad? Well, because they produce um deformed children. Okay, well, what if they're not having kids? What if they're just having sex? If they're just having sex and not having kids, why why is there a problem? Well, it's immoral. You know, so so the actual standard is they want us to be like they want they want they want us to be like them. And I I get it that some things <clears throat> are, are are not cool with the universe. I get that did, but there are a lot of things in the world the universe you know accepts for what it is. We can't go on the road and murder somebody. But if they, you know, attack us, we're allowed to defend ourselves and take a life if we have to. So right. the idea, you know, so yeah, so I, I get twisted on the news media and politicians trying to tell us that we are just products. We are property. And they, they, they disguise it with fancy words. That's what gets me. They disguise it with fancy words. And I'm like, man, that's just why. Why is anybody buying this bullshit? I don't know. You know, that's what I'm saying. I claim bullshit on everything, even with shit that I say. But I, I have an understanding of a lot of things in this world. Like I said, I got told y'all a few uh, a week ago, and I'll make this statement right now. We'll talk about it next week if we have to. I will be suing the human race for emotional distress. And I can't go into more details about it because I'm still formulating. I've got four pages of documents right now. I'm going through my medical records. I'm contacting my former doctors, my present doctors. But I will be seeing the human race for emotional distress. I'm not going to tell you exactly why, but I will be going into that um, pretty soon. But I, I, I'm, I'm looking for $5 million for – I want $1 million per decade for emotional distress. And, I've, and like I said, I've got four pages I wrote out already to back up my statements. You know, I even went on huh. – Hold on, we got time for this, I think. 
Let's see. Yeah. I, I, went on this, I went on this website for lawyers. Hang on. Let's see. Yeah. Da, da, da. Yeah. I went on this website. I went on this legal, legal website for um, lawyers and paralegals and all that to see, you know, what grounds I could sue for. And it seems that most stress is, is, is the best one for my case. <clears throat> Emotional distress is a type of mental suffering or anguish induced by an incident of either negligence or through intent. The court recognizes emotional stress as a type of damage that can be recovered through a civil lawsuit. This means you can sue someone for emotional trauma or distress if you can provide evidence to support your claims, which I can. That's what I'm working on right now. Get my, I'll get all my ducks in a row. Most emotional distress claims require you to have suffered physical harm as a result of the incident. However, recent cases have allowed for victims to recover emotional distress damages without evidence of physical harm. Psychological and emotional trauma alone can result from cases like sexual abuse or defamation can be grounds for emotional distress claims. So, I, I, like I said, I'm going to be suing the human race for emotional distress. And I, I, mental, mental cruelty, um, torture, suffering, whole nine yards. So, I will be coming up and telling y'all more about that. But I won't give you many more details when I'm doing on that. But, yeah, when I, when I, drop, the, when I drop the bomb on what I'm suing for, I, it's going to be the reason why I'm suing. Hey, Randy. Yeah. While you're at it, sue them for not letting us in Area 51. Just saying. Well, they didn't let us in. We just didn't go there. <laughs> they couldn't stop us from going in there because we didn't go there. Now, if we would have gone there and they would have stopped us, that would be a different ball game. But they didn't stop us from going in there. Well, I mean, it caused some people emotional distress, as that old lady proved when she ran across the border of Area 51. Just saying. Exactly. I, like I said, I've seen over the past like 20, 30 years, people suing people for dumb shit and getting away with it, getting away with it. I'm like, I suffered a lot of emotional and psychological trauma for 50 years over human conditions. People that surrounded me, friends, family, strangers, society in general. So I, I'm, I want I want reconciliation. Recon reconciliation for my, my emotional distress. And that's going to come from my lawsuit. Now, it's going to be hard for me to find a lawyer. But I'm pretty sure I can find someone to take the case. Like I said, I'm, I'm getting my medical records in order right now. And to the back, because I, I will be bringing facts to my case. I will be bringing up facts and showing proof why this is real. You know, well, as some lawyers put it, no offense brother but as you say no offense intended here but as some players will put it you would have to find a lawyer that would really take you like you know what i mean go wholeheartedly take oh you i know and see that there there's my thing now i can also file a lawsuit based on just my civil claims itself i really don't need a lawyer a lawyer will help me present my case but I will be doing a lot of the legwork myself. You know, I'll be gathering my own documents, my own evidence, and my and everything that I need to make this lawsuit go forward. I, I know how to do legal work. You know, I know how to do legal work because I've been doing my own legal work for the past, you know, 20 years. So I know how to do these things. But a lawyer would help further the case along. 
You know, they, they got the, you know, they got the ins and outs of, you know, who to talk to and how to get things moving around the red tape and everything. I don't know how to get past the red tape. They do. So yeah, there, there might be a lawyer out there who will take my case and I will present it in a legal manner, in a very respectful manner. And then they'll see that I, I'm correct on my assumption that I can sue the human race for, you know, $5 million. And, and it's, and it's, it's a hundred percent true. Now, you when I say that, now when yeah. I say the human race, who's gonna pay me that money? I have no idea. But it, if it comes down to it, and a judge decides that my case is legitimate and and rules in my favor, someone's gonna pay me five million fucking dollars because the human race is fucked up and they cause some serious emotional trauma. Yep. I'm just saying that's why oh, I, I know I know you're just saying I'm saying that's what I'm saying there I have to I'll get I gotta go hunting I gotta go lawyer shopping but I'm pretty sure there will be someone who will you know at least take a look at what I got to say because I will be presenting it in all legal form evidence everything you know I ain't gonna be like yeah. oh I just want to sue the human race because I'm bored no I, I've got documents I've got that's documents why I said, the situation is you'd have to find a lawyer first that would take you serious. Second, you'd have to go through the lawsuit. And third, you know, you'd have to really try to have a strong case. Oh, I got a strong case. I, I've got you know, evidence. I've got evidence. Now, here's the thing, though. I really don't need a lawyer to make the lawsuit happen, but a lawyer would help, you know, because he knows all the red tape. And with that sound, we are out of time. Actually, mm-hmm. yeah. I just hit that 45. Because there it is, right here. Can y'all hear that? I heard it loud and clear. That's the timer. All right. Dismissed. Turn that off. All right, folks. That, that's that's about all it is. Now, before I get out of here, um, I just want everybody to remember, like I said, you will hear these fancy people talk with these fancy words. Go study those words and see if there ain't something you know fishy going on. If anybody refers to you as a product, a property, or something other than a human fucking being, something ain't kosher. Go 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 find out what they're trying to, you know, do and shit. You know, that's what I'm saying. Do your own research, form your own opinion. That's that's only I can ask out of anybody. Right. But yeah. Y'all say good night to folks. We're gonna get up out of here. Good night. We love y'all. Peace. Night, y'all. <laughs>